Hey mama, I want to invite you to something. I am hosting a free anger management bootcamp on the podcast, May 13th through the 17th. Monday through Friday, there will be a new episode released teaching you where anger comes from and what goes on in your brain when you feel intense feelings, how to lower your stress and increase capacity levels as a mom, how to shift your mindset to align your actions with the mom that you want to be, and how to break generational anger patterns. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a day and sign up using the link in the show notes so you can get access to the episodes as soon as they drop and an email summary of the daily trainings, as well as access to a live Q&A call on the last day of the bootcamp. Invite one or three of your mama friends so they can learn how to manage their emotions well too. Link to sign up is in the show notes. I can't wait to see you in there. Let's get back into this podcast episode. I know you've been here around for a minute and you've been enjoying this show. I have something really great for you in the show notes. There is a guide that you can download. It is five ways to remain calm when you're feeling triggered. So have you had those moments where you're about to blow up and you starting to feel out of control and you don't even know how to calm down? Okay, our nervous system is overwhelmed in that moment and we need to calm our body and mind down. And so in the show notes, there is a link for you to sign up for that guide and you'll get it in your email box right away. And I'm so excited because it's going to be so, so helpful for you. So if you haven't done that yet, go ahead and download. Let's get into the episode all about how to ask for help um, without mom guilt. I have had so many mamas tell me that they have a really, really hard time asking for help because they feel guilty that they need to do it all. They should be able to do it all. One of the clients I worked with last spring, she had the finances. She was in a position to outsource and pay for help, but she was a stay-at-home mom full-time and her kids went to school full-time, but she was doing a bunch of other things on top of that and helping her husband with his business and all these things. And she kept telling me like, I feel guilty asking for help. I feel like I should be able to do it all. She came to me because her stress levels were so high to the point that they were causing her to experience like blackout um, migraines. So to the point where like her eyes would just start seeing black dots and she had to pull over on the side of the road. And when she would go to the doctor and he's like, this is all stress related. And that's why she reached out to me because the stress levels were so high because she was trying to do it all. Could she do it all? Yes. She was able to do it all to an extent, but at what cost? It was costing her something. It got to a point where it's costing her her health. Okay. So here's the thing. We oftentimes think like, well, how do other moms do it? I look at her and she's doing X, Y, Z. She does this and this and this and this. Well, I promise you there are balls being dropped somewhere. And even if she is doing all of those things for a season, it's coming at a cost. It is coming at a cost of her relationships. It's coming at a cost of her health, her mental or emotional well-being, um, or just her internally feeling so depleted. Just because we see someone's image, 
like the way they show up at church, that they look all put together. Or um, if you, you know, see people on Instagram, that they're all put together and everything seems great. Believe me, that's just a tiny little snippet of their life. Have you ever watched the movie um, Mom's Night Out? It's a Christian movie. <laughs> it was one of my favorites for a while. I love it, actually. It's super funny. But there's this mom who feels like she's a hot mess all the time and she planned a mom's night out. But then there's this mom, um, a pastor's wife at church, who always seems it like she has it all together and everything seems so great. But as they were talking, there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes, scenes that she didn't have it all together. But she felt like this pressure that she had to put on this image like she has it all together because she was the pastor's wife, right? And behind the scenes, there were things that she was struggling with and with parenting and things like that. So I promise you, whenever someone is trying to do it all, it comes at a cost. And it's never that we have all areas of our lives figured out. I'm going to introduce you to a mindset shift that you will need to use to feel less guilt over time when it comes to asking for help. It's not going to just disappear overnight, but this is like maybe something, a mantra you could repeat to yourself when you feel guilty. And the mindset shift is when I ask for help, it's a way for me to support myself and make life easier. Okay. When we don't ask for help and we're trying to do it all, we experience lots of frustration, anger, overwhelm, more stress. And when we do ask for help, and delegate and let go of some of that control, which might be hard for some of us, we experience less frustration because we're doing less. We experience less anger. We experience less overwhelm, less stress. Remember, when you're super stressed out, super overwhelmed, you're dysregulated, that contributes to easily feeling angered. Like it's a cycle that hurts your relationships with your spouse and your kids, and then so much more mom guilt. It's like a cycle that keeps happening. Asking for help is a simple shift that you can make. So many mamas that even reached out to me, they're like, I could really use your support right now, but I feel guilty needing this help. I feel guilty needing this support and asking for help. And we had to work through some of the mindset shifts that come through that. And we don't become moms and it doesn't really come with a manual. A lot of things we just learn as we go. And then we maybe read some books, listen to some podcasts and talk to other mamas. But oftentimes we're just kind of like thrown into motherhood without any experience when you're a first time mom, you just figure out as you go. Okay. One of the things I need you to recognize is that we all have different capacity, energy tanks, or tolerance levels. And whatever I can handle, someone else can handle less and someone else can handle more without much of like effects on them, like physically, mentally, emotionally. I'll give you a great example, okay? Homeschooling. That is not something I could handle well. I I do not enjoy teaching kids academics. Never have. Don't enjoy it. I think the moms that are homeschooling are absolutely amazing. And I think if you're doing that, like God bless you. If this is the right fit for your family, please continue if you feel called to it. I've never felt called to it. I've never felt a desire to homeschool. The idea of homeschooling overwhelms me. 
and gives me anxiety and not even anxiety, but just overwhelm. And like, I have this resistance that just this wall that comes up. I'm like, there's no way you got to pay me to homeschool my kids in the sense that to me, that kind of stuff is just hard. It's just overwhelming. And I know that I would not handle well housework, my ministry here, my job, and being a wife, being a homeschooling mom. Like I do not have that capacity mentally and emotionally to do it all well. And I have to let go of certain things. And homeschooling is one of them. Like I choose not to homeschool because I know my capacity. I know my tolerance levels. And if I try to be with my kids doing homework with them, and if they're struggling, like academically, like I, I just have a really hard time in the heat of the moment. I would get really overwhelmed and easily triggered. And I won't do well. I feel like it would actually ruin my relationship with my kids, but that's just my opinion. I know so many moms love it and enjoy it. I have a ton of ladies at the church we attend right now that homeschool. The church in Minnesota we attended, there's a ton of homeschooling moms. I think you're amazing. If you're doing it, continue if you feel called to it. I just need you to recognize that we all have different capacity levels and tolerance levels. Whatever I can handle, someone can handle way more. And that means I would need to ask for help more than someone else. And the beauty of being in my 30s, I think, is like recognizing what my tolerance levels are, what my max is, and where I, where I need to ask for help. I want to stop for a second and ask you a question. Do you struggle with mom guilt? Are you consumed with mom guilt at the end of the day, feeling like you should do better, like you did not do enough, that you're failing at this one job that you were given by God, right, to be a mom for your kiddos. And you feel like you're completely failing because you're constantly reacting and yelling and screaming at your kids and feel even out of control with mom rage. Listen, if you've been here for around for a minute, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's why you're listening to this show because you need support with that. I've been praying about asking God, how can I support you further? further? And he has put on my heart to put together this mom guilt training, how to overcome mom guilt after experiencing mom rage. Cause I know you are consumed with mom guilt after an episode like that, feeling like you are the worst mom in the world. And you don't even know how to get yourself out of those thoughts. And they keep you up late at night. Listen, my friend, I have this amazing training that I'm putting together specifically for you on April 25th at Tuesday, 1230 Eastern time. Okay. We're going to go over what is mom guilt and how does it feel? How do you identify the root of your mom guilt? What is the difference between bad guilt, convicting guilt, and actually shame? How do you even stop those negative thoughts when they come in? And I'm going to be teaching you how to rewire your brain and create new thinking patterns and show yourself compassion and understanding. And also like teaching you how to do better next time because nobody wants to continue to blow up and explode at their family. Listen, 
I know that this is going to benefit you so much. You're going to have these tools that will carry you forward and you will know how to implement them the next time. It will come with a workbook. We're going to do the training together. So we're going to work together through one of your latest episodes. You don't have to share with anybody what you're doing, you know, what you, what happened, but we're going to work together. Like what happened? We're going to reflect. We're going to reframe your thoughts. So then you actually can use that next time. When you experience um, a time like this. So join me. The link is in the show notes. I cannot wait to see you. This is going to be so helpful and transformational for you. The easiest way for me to kind of reframe this for you is to ask you the question, what is the cost of not asking for help? Like what is it costing you when you don't ask for help? Burnout, mental health, physical exhaustion, neglecting your needs, anger. What is it when you don't ask for help? Listen, Jesus asked for help from his disciples. If you remember in the garden right before he was captured and then taken away and he asked a few of his closest friends to pray with him and to support him. They didn't. They didn't show up for him in that way, but he asked them for help. Because he was fully human and fully God. And as humans, we need that support. May it be the physical support of someone physically being present, helping out, or the emotional support. But Jesus needed that support from his friends. So do you. You are not a God. You are not all-powerful and unlimited energy. You are limited and you need help and support. This is a way of other people to bless you. Okay, if somebody at church is like, hey, how can I help you? Um, Hey, you can come over and watch my kids for a little bit. Or especially if you just had a baby, like, hey, you can bring me a meal. You can, you know, come and clean my house. Like, I totally did that when I had, especially my last two, it was so, so helpful asking for help. And it reduced so much overwhelm and like burnout on my end. Okay. Um. Sometimes when we do ask for help from our spouse, for example, and they're not in a place to offer that help, the answer is no. That sucks because it takes a lot out of us to admit that we need help and then we ask for help and then the help is not there. In times like this, I would encourage you to either ask for help from someone else, um, maybe not in the moment, it's not available, um, and then you think to yourself, how can I make things a little bit easier? Is there anything I can do to simplify, to make things easier? Like for me, when my husband's not home in the evening for dinner and things are a little bit crazy and chaotic with the kids, I will turn on screens. You know what? Sometimes I'm just done for the night and that will make things easier for me. And that's what I do to make things easier um, because help is not available. Also, you can pray to God. You know, you can pray to God for him to come through and support you in a moment like this. That spiritual support from God, even though it doesn't solve the problem sometimes in the moment, he gives us that strength to continue and to power through. 
Another thing I wanted to mention to you, when you do ask for help from your spouse, oftentimes we do it when we're already like super frustrated and emotionally charged. And when we do that, if you remember anything about our brain that I teach here, the part of our brain that helps us be logical and respectful and kind is shut off. So it comes out in rude and disrespect and just snappy and kind of unpleasant tone. And oftentimes the other person doesn't receive it well and it creates kind of like a battle. So I would encourage you, if this is an ongoing problem, every evening you feel burned out, your husband's not supporting you, I would ask you to have a conversation with him outside of a heated moment and say, hey, you know, evenings have been really, really hard for me. I feel X, Y, Z. I would really help me if you could support me and help out with X, Y, Z. Would you please do that? Would you be able to do that? Like having that conversation outside of a heated moment in a respectful way, it gives you a lot more chances for it to go well. I'm just saying. Ask me how I know. (laughs) One more thing about guilt. When you feel guilty, I want you to ask yourself this question. Is this guilt serving me? No. I are you actually doing something wrong? No. Okay, then this guilt is from the enemy. He's using these beliefs that are not serving you, these mindset shifts that are not serving you, and he wants wants you to stay stuck where you are, okay? If you explode on your family in anger and you hurt your kids with your words and with your actions that's convicting guilt okay you actually did do something wrong but sometimes moms feel guilty for wanting alone time and they say oh i feel guilty is this wrong no is this guilt serving you no it's not this is where your enemy wants you to stay stuck because if you feel guilty then you're going to continue the same cycle that you have been and then you feel burned out overwhelmed frustrated in anger, exploding, it creates a new cycle of guilt, of feeling guilty for exploding on your family and screaming at them. My friend, there's a better way to do it, okay? If you got here to the end, I just want to say thank you. I want to remind you that I'm hosting a class, a paid class at the end of April, April 25th. There will be a replay if you're not able to make it live. And there will be a workbook as well. And on that class, we'll be talking about all about overcoming mom guilt after exploding on your family in anger, especially on your kids. So much mom guilt that comes with that. How do we actually overcome? I'll go with you with my step-by-step process that helps you overcome guilt. I can't wait to see you there. Uh, The link is in the show notes. And if you found this episode helpful, please share with a friend. I pray this episode blesses you. And I'm going to close with um, a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this mama that has been listening to this episode. I pray for her heart. You see how hard it is for her to ask for help. She feels guilty. And this guilt is not from you. This guilt is from the enemy. He wants her to stay stuck where she's at right now. He doesn't want her to ask for help. He wants her to be burned out, overwhelmed, angry, and, you know, react in anger and create a new cycle of guilt. Heavenly Father, I pray that you give this mama guidance and support. Help her see that 
it is actually valuable and helpful for her to ask for help. Help her to release that guilt and surrender it fully to you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Hi, friend. Did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.